0: Welcome to the Everyday Sniper. You got Frank at Sniper's Hide. Hey, anybody read anything good on Facebook lately? Man, you guys are just way too easy. Let me level with you on something, and I want to be straight here. Fucking with you guys. You got to figure that out by now. You're too damn easy, man. Come on. And, 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 and whine and cry. You called it a crutch no it's a crutch the poogie dude you guys poured out of the woodwork i mean i was bored as in the airport mark dropped me off like i'm like eh, i had to be at the airport um for like nine and i got there like 8 15 you know and i'm like okay so i'm up and doing my whole thing and i'll talk tread proof and all that shit in a moment great Great end of season class there. Treadproof kicked much ass. What dude, what's up with your fucking Tennessee weather though? My God. Weather in Tennessee is terrible, man. I hate it. Um, you know, every every single time we've been there, we've been poured on. So I'm in the airport and and you know, we're going over some stuff. And, you know, we did our scope test and we found like another three or four scopes that that were a little canted in the in the rings, not usually not big. It's enough to notice it and to see it, but um, you know, it was it was it was enough to see, and, and so you know, we kind of got into that, and then um, uh, you know, I'm I'm talking about. So I forgot where it came up, but I had planned this even before. Um, I had mentioned all this even I even before I left Treadproof. We were at O'Charlie's. So Charlie's. You guys, you guys are lame, uh, and even even Phil, I got I got to get on you too, Phil. Man, you're all like I don't agree with Frank. <laughs> I can't go and freak tonight. Frick freak. freak. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking guys, man. Unbelievable. So we're at Charlies and I'm like, dude, I'm gonna build like a plum bob hangman. I'm gonna do all this stuff, and I'm just gonna go into the level. And and and, and, and before we get too deep into it, I'm I'm gonna tell you the bus, dude. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna tell you the bus. Yeah. Do I think that the the level stuff is overkill? Absolutely. Do I think you guys convinced yourself you have to have it or you'll never get anywhere with it? Yes. You convinced yourself without it, you're fucked. You're not. But here's the deal. You're moving so fast. You're not taking time to set up shots. I get that. So it's easier to glance at a level and to say, okay, I'm good and go. It's quicker that's all it is, is quicker. I could do it without it. I'm just slower. You're just making it quicker because you're playing a game. It's not necessary unless you have to be quicker. And not every one of you are the quickest. That's my point. Anyway, but yeah, it's, it's, it's funny because it, it kind of gets, um you know... So I I planned it. I pre-planned all of it. Um, I I, I knew I was going to troll your asses. So I get in the airport that morning, and it was dumb luck. It was was really, really, really just dumb luck that I had that email from a guy who listened to the Every Day Sniper podcast. And he's right. They get banged around. They get moved. Um, It's a tool. It has to be managed. Now, whether you want to call it a shooting tool or a training tool, that's up to you. I don't care. You know what I mean? I mean... I'll make fun of you, but I don't really care what you do. That's on you, man. I'm not here to tell you what to do. I mean, if you're going to tell me, I'm going to do this, and do that, and you. The only thing you can't tell me is you have to have it. The only point of contention, the only thing is that you give me an absolute. You have to have it, or else. Not true. Even you know kind of the conversation that goes with Brian when he came on the Facebook post, and then for those interested, I trolled him on Facebook, and it blew the fuck up Monday, and it was pretty funny. It lasted for like two days. It, it they got so upset, a bunch of them changed their profile pictures to all kinds of different screwy levels. Like, and I didn't even know because I don't. I'm, you guys don't realize I'm like normally I'm not on Facebook like that. I'll see stuff notices will come up but usually usually i got i got my spies out i got spies everywhere and, and, and um you know it, i get texts hey man look with this look at that hey these ha 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 everybody look what they're doing now that was hysterical and dude they all i mean like even Re- regina was like Text me. Hey, how bored were you? Super bored. And then we start laughing about it. And then she's like, I wish I had that level of trolling. And I'm like, ah, just let me not help. You know, and and we're laughing about it, you tools. It's just so easy to push your buttons. I got to be entertained too. I've been working my ass off. My season's almost over. I'm tired and my shoulders hurt. My neck is crunchy. I'm bored, man. So now that I'm done and I can relax a little bit, it's not all this high level thinking shit. Um, you know, that's all. That's all it comes down to. I'm tro- I'm dude, it's I'm I'm troll level expert. I mean, really, if you don't see that. So, I I do this Facebook cuz I got an email where a guy bumped his level off. Here's the back side of the story. So, you have to manage the tool. You put it on your scope, you're moving around, you're running and gunning really fast. Now, like Phil and we were talking about uh witness mark, right? You want a witness mark and suppressors too, you know. It's not a bad deal. I mean, the cover. Sometimes you can't see them, but it's not a bad idea if you put your suppressor on and lock it down. Throw a silver sharpie up there and throw a witness mark on it, right? So the level is the exact same way. And I kind of liked Phil had some kind of level mount that was um, in his double picture. They were guys been sending me pictures. I guess Phil's running two two levels on his scope, one on one side, one on the other. A little overkill, dude. But anyway. Um, one of, I, it looked kind of cool, whatever. I don't know what kind it is. Um, I got send it levels, dude. I got the electronic send it right here, man. I'm going to just put an electronic send it level on. I got a bunch of them. More than one. Um, douches. And anyway, uh, so there I was. So I'm uh, where was I? Levels. The witness mark. So he had this cool kind of look and everything. So he put a witness mark on his level, because what happened is somebody who'd been reading or hearing and listening and blah 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 about my rants, and it's true. It's not wrong. It's just you don't like to hear it. Um, it got bumped, and what happens is these guys have convinced people, if you don't have the level in your face, you can't do it. And they ha- and they've, and they've basically. You know, shut their own mind out and they've gone to the idiot light. So if the whatever the idiot light says is what you do. You know what I mean? And and so it's like instead of being like, hey, let's kind of pair the light to my feeling. You know, think, oh, here's a great example of it. Kestrel. Kestrel, Kestrel, Kestrel. This is my thinking, guys. Maybe it'll help you do this. Here's my understanding, and this is the same thing with a level with me. Level with me, dude. Here's how it works, and here's my kestrel. I walk outside, the wind's blowing. I'm getting ready to shoot, the wind's blowing. You know, I have a kestrel right on my tripod. I always have a kestrel. I have kestrels everywhere. Even in the house here, I have kestrels. I don't go, hmm, what's the wind doing? Let me get my kestrel and pull the kestrel out and read it. That's not what I do. I don't go, oh, the wind's blowing reach for my kestrel, lift it in the air and go, what's it say? No. You know what Frank does? I'm going to tell you what Frank does, everybody. He goes, I think the wind is 12. Then he pulls the kestrel out and reads it. So in my brain, I'm going, I think the wind is, and I read it. In your mind, you should be going I feel this is level. Read it. No, I'm off a little bit. I feel this is level. No, read it. I'm off a little bit. Okay, let's make an adjustment. Let's change something. Now, I feel this is level. I was always off to this side. So let me give it a little, uh, to make my brain think, now this is better because this should be level. I feel this is level. Read it. Oh, I'm level now. I feel this is level. Oh, I'm right. So guess what? Now, you can reference the level a little bit less. The glance is an insurance policy, not a requirement. I'll say that again. You've trained yourself to recognize what your body's doing, what your natural can't is, because through repetition, through practice, you've gone I think this is plum. I'm off to the left a little. I think this is plumb. I'm off to the left a little. I think this is plumb. Okay, maybe if I change this and do that, now I think this is plumb. I'm straight. I think this is plumb. I'm straight. When I check the level, I see the level. Boom. That's how I envision using these tools... To help us. Dude, our brains are super fucking complex. They say we only use 10% of it. There's shit going on in there that you could teach it to do. And the problem is it takes a little thinking, takes a little requirement, and takes repetition, right? 3,000 reps to build a new neuro, positive neural pathway. 9,000 reps to fix a bad habit. Or you could just look at something and do what it says. So this guy... Went to a match, he knocked his level off. This is the email I got. Went to a match, knocked his level off, but would not second guess his level during the match and ended up missing a lot of stuff. In the positional, He didn't. it wasn't as big a deal. But when he got to the longer range stages, it showed up. And he kept doing the same thing, looking for a different result. And he didn't second guess his level because the level's always right, according to certain people. But the level's not always right. It's a tool that has to be managed and understood. That's what I'm saying. Dudes were getting butt hurt. Oh, my God. And then, please, and and, and I mean this with respect, dude, Scott, stop with the fucking airplanes. You're wrong. Stop with the fucking airplanes. Okay, the artificial horizon in an airplane has nothing to do with a level on your rifle. It's that fucking simple, dude. The artificial horizon in your airplane has nothing to do with a level on your rifle. I don't care if you're in the mountains. I don't care if you're underwater. I don't care if you're on Everest. Flying and that are two different things. Sorry, complete respect but I'm tired of them keep pulling it out. I really am. I mean, it's it's silly. It's the dumbest argument. You guys, there's tons of pilots out there. Please tell them, right? Oh, my God. I'm, if I have to look at another artificial horizon, you know, oh, let's go flying sometime. Sure, I'll go flying with you. You know what? We'll have Jacob come up with his plane. He'll meet me at Fort Morgan. We'll go down to Texas, and we and we'll tape it up. We'll cover it. It's one of the least used things out there. Oh my God. It's like, no, but it was fun. So, what I did, so anyway, so this guy said, so I, I screenshotted the email that explained, you know, it bit me. And, it, and really, what it comes down to, and I'm sure the dude's listening, hey man, I get it, dude, you're right. What, what it comes down to is inexperience and inexperience managing the tool. Okay. It's, it, it, it's, it's you, you, you know, I, for a while, I remember this. How many people remember this? Listen out there, prs type guy. I shouldn't even talk about it. You guys can't handle it. I really shouldn't talk about you because you can't handle it. You know, you're really hard on competitors. You know, you have re- real attitude because you're easy. Oh, my God. I, I mean, honestly, if I told you half the shit I got you off Monday, you would crack the hell up. Well, oh, you're really hard on us. You know, you you make you, you me because well, you're easy. So, but I remember a time when they wouldn't run suppressors because it was another thing that could get in the way and mess up. You know, if it loosened up, you know, if it did this, can't run a suppressor because, you know, what happens if it you know it loosens or it comes loose or it does this and it throws my dupe off? It's like you're stacking. You don't, I, I can't manage this, but I'll manage that. You know, I want 10 of these, but I can't that. And it's something that could bite you every bit as easy as a suppressor coming loose. You know what I mean? That's all. I mean, really, it's just the contradictions. And I I honestly do think you've convinced yourself that without it, you can't function. And and to me, that's the tragedy in all of this. If it wasn't the absolutes that I hear or that are given to me, I probably would never say anything. Because honestly, take people who've been in class with me. I really don't bring it up. We tell you how to level without it. We show you how to do it without the level. We show you, hey, man, here's a, here's ways you could do this without the level. But they're slow. And we admit that because in our class, we're shooting slow, fire prone. Okay? But we show you them what we're looking at. We show them how we can kind of do this. So if they're in the mountains where they need a level and they fall off us, and they slide down a hill and they smash the vial against a rock, and it breaks or falls off, and they know it's not good, they can still do it. You know what I mean? And and, uh, and one last thing on that. Please, 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 please. Do not give me an example. Do not. And I mean this, again, with respect. Do not give me an example that you're going to miss a target if you can't the rifle more than five degrees. Because we're not talking about five degrees of can't with somebody who puts their rifle on a game changer on a barricade. We're talking 0.8, 0.6 1 degree. You know what I mean? You nobody's canting 5 to 15 degrees off a prop unless they're told to and turn it sideways. We all know it's going to miss, but if you bear if you basically take your bipod and that has cant in it, and you bury it to one side and shoot. Yes, you're gonna miss. We all know that. Okay, but what it is is how how what's the degrees and percentage of where you wear it? Because you know I, I've talked to this and we brought it up. We we see the, the multiple groups: two and one, two and one, two and one. Right. So two and one hole, two and one hole, one. Sometimes that's from a can because you're micro canting. So you'll have like a three quarter inch group. And they're not all touching, but you have two touching, two touching, one or 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 three, one and one. You know what I mean? Sometimes that's because you pull the rifle over and you're canting and you're just bouncing a little bit in that. So it's showing you where where that may show up. But that's usually like one to two degrees. Once we get past two, most people notice it and they'll straighten them out. You know what I mean? It's 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 common sense. And all I'm advocating is common sense. You know, I'm trying to be realistic. I'm trying to be a common sense kind of guy and tell you, you know, there's a lot of hyperbolic shit out there, and people want to tell you you have to do this or it won't work. I mean, they have the same argument against me. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say they don't, where you know, there's everybody who who fights and push backs against the bipod discussions we have, where Harris is good enough. Absolutely a Harris is good enough, and there's better practices out there. Well, this is the exact same argument, the level versus the Harris bipod. You know what I mean? Because they're basic, we're just flipping the scripts on each other. And I recognize that. You know what I'm saying? This is the thing you guys don't get. I'm recognizing it. But when I'm bored and I'm in an airport for two hours and then I'm going to be on a three-hour flight and I got internet, I'm going to troll the freaking shit out of you because you deserve it in a lot of ways. You know what I mean? And, and, and you're absolutes and you're this and you're that. And, and, I mean, they brought out the heaviest guns they could find. I mean, Brian Litz posted in it. I mean, they brought out as big a guns, and then they changed their profile picture. How fucking funny is that? Yeah. Anyway, so that's enough. I did 18 minutes on the fucking guys. I mean, d- dude, I made a... So what I did, yes, Monday, I came home and end this all up. I'll do two more minutes on it. I ended it all up. So I took a... Uh, You know, a Velcro kind of side of your rifle dope chart from Tactical Works here. Leasing them and everybody, Tactical Works has some really good little, you know, cheap dope charts and stuff. So I took one of them. I took a coat hanger. I fucking fashioned with my Klein lineman pliers because I used to be an electrician. So I have Klein linemans. So I made it all right angle and I made a little uh, hangman. For a plumb line and I screwed it to a spur mount and mounted it on a spur mount and had the dope chart in the wire and then it came over and then I took string in a, in a screw, a little bitty silver screw that was sitting on my desk. Actually, I think it's a stop from a really right stuff plate. The silver uh, screw stops for the really right stuff plates so you don't go past the ump and fall off. Um it was one of those and I made a plumb line and then I like ripped a little piece of material cuz I couldn't find like engineer tape or anything. I wanted a wind flag on it. So I created this big old hangman's noose thing plumb line. So my rifle had a plumb line on it with a dope card and the dope card sh- served as the chart to to watch the plumb line and I made a, it had a reference lines on it so I lined up the 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 line with the line if anybody noticed that, they're they're actually in agreement. That's how much attention to detail I put in. So I did that, right? And then I had a wind flag of it. I was actually, you guys, this is how stupid I am. You're going to love this. This is This is how ridiculous. When I was actually taking the picture to put on Facebook and all that shit, I was blowing and trying to get the wind flag to move. So I'm trying to hold the camera steady. And I was using portrait mode because I wanted to blur the back a little bit. so I'm I'm on my iPhone and I'm like blowing the thing and I'm going and I'm trying to blow it so I don't blow it too much to move the string, but enough to move what I was considering my wind flag. And I'm doing that to take the photographs just to troll you guys. Dude, that's that's where my head was to troll you. So anyway, that's that that that's where I went. So I posted and many of you guys asked. So I'm going to go tread proof real quick. And then went, so we did our final class at Treadproof. Proof, um, met Mark at the airport, everything good. Like I said, weather, Friday's weather was great. T-shirts, sunny, no problem. Then front, super cold, rain, all that crap, yada, 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 annoying, Burr. but we still managed it and we did it. Then we had... Um, Ken Scopin's blink troll that we grabbed from Jimmy D up in Alaska Jimmy D up in Alaska has blink trolls and so Mark brought a blink troll down and and, and we have to thank Jimmy D for supporting us We the same unit we use for the mover class that we did in Alaska it's portable you know what I mean we can carry it and so all we had to do is call down to the range and I have it itemized I because I, like Brett's like hey man, What do we need? I'm like, dude, go to Home Depot. One trip. I need to come along. I need a cable. I need some keepers. And that's it. Because they got trees. So, you know. So, strung a cable across the trees. Come along. Tightened it up. We show up. We drop the blink troll on it. Grab a plate. We go. I did a little mini class for it. We did the mover. So, what we had. Dude, this class was amazing if you think about it. So, Treadproof, we do our first day. We do the class. We do the fundamental eval. We do the scope tests, And I got more on scope tests. It'll be in this one, um, right? So, we're doing all that. Then, the next day, we dope everybody out. We get some reticle work. We do a little bit of back and forth, right? We dope them out. Dope, you know, dial, dial it, shoot it. We dope them out. Zero, hold it. Because I want them working in both planes. You know what I'm saying? Then... It was raining like stupid on Saturday, as we said. Well, Doc Maurer has surgery on Monday, a bunch of them. And um, he goes to do, we, he says, hey, at lunch, can I do my presentation after lunch on Saturday instead of Sunday because I got to get on a plane? And I'm like, absolutely, that's perfect. It's raining. Let's stay in the classroom. You talk, we'll stay dry. So he did his presentation, and he's added a bunch of the Kyle Rittenhouse stuff, and he's starting to put together uh, all the things with the Rittenhouse because I honestly, and I agree, I think Rittenhouse will end up at the Supreme Court, um, you know, as a self-defense kind of thing, and so we'll see what happens. Oh, so but he has he has really great digitized. He's getting access to that. They're giving it to him because there's some courtish things that are going on in the backside that case is you know what i mean uh people are doing homework so he has really good stuff now here's 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 the thing that kind of cracked me up with the Rittenhouse stuff we won't get too detailing but um so we're talking about this and he's breaking down that and he's going over this so we're looking at the kid who had the gun who had his um elbow bicep whatever you want to call it kind of you know chunked away the one the kid who who it 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 You know, it it shot him in the bicep and it it basically exploded. But what happened, and and like I said, Doc's got good frame-by-frame shit. So what happened was Rittenhouse shot him in the funny bone. Go figure that. The funny bone. He hit him in the funny bone and the funny bone shattered. And that's what blew the top of the arm apart. Hit him in the funny bone. Funny bone shattered blew everything off the top out. Crazy. So Doc did his presentation. It's cleaned up. It's a little different. We had a really good time. Guys really enjoyed Doc's presentation. Um, Good stuff going on there. And, And so that took care of our Saturday, right? So now we got, we got, you know, Monday we're in the books, we got presentation, we got evals, we got scope tests, we got zeros, we're all good there. We dope out on Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon we got a terminal ballistics thing with some really new, cool, updated shit. Then Sunday we're going to do movers and uh, alternate positions and things like that. So think about that, you're doing a three-day class and we're filling all that shit in. Now it's just a touch, you know what I mean? You're, we're only giving you a taste. It's three days, dude, how much can we do? Right. So, but we're giving you a touch and, and guys were getting the movers down. Um, it was pretty funny. So presentation, go the thing. And the first guy gets, you know, is on the mover and stuff. And 308 AI. And he's like, I'm like, hey, do this, do that, do this. And he's not hitting. He's like, he's like way off. And you could tell he's holding the radical wrong. Um, you know, and it's hard to visualize for some people sometime in the beginning. I mean, don't get me wrong. Everybody's good at the end, all solid hits, but the first like five rounds, I could see he's like, you know, feet from the mover, not inches. So, um, I'm like, hang on, let me take a look at your reticle. Just make sure everything's right. So AI, Schmidt and Bender, that's my bread and butter. I'm good. So we got a little, uh, target down there and everything. I jump on the gun and I'm like, all right, check it out. Check it out. Oh, great. Gen two reticle. I mean, it's everything I need, you know? (laughs) <laughs> Drop it, fucking center punch the head shot. I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> Hit the mover first shot. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> hey, dude, it's working. Just do this, you know, and 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 then we get it into gear. But no, uh, everybody did great. Uh great fun class. Thanks to um, you know, thanks who you, oh, we gotta eat crow. And I said I would. I gotta eat crow, man. So we probably had four or five, maybe a couple more. Let's say six. I don't know the exact number, but I'm gonna say six AIs in the class. And we had two savages. You know, six AIs, two savages, and then a mix of a couple other things here or there. And, and 13 students, I'm not 100% sure. There might have even been eight AIs. Might have been eight. I don't know. But it was a lot. And they're shooting good. Guys are shooting good. Everything's cool. We even had two of the Sam Bass Gamer Gun AIs Uh uh, David Baker had one, and and Ryan had one, and you know, good stuff. So, but who won? Top Gun. Steve with a savage. Steve had to go and do it, man. He he didn't. And and Steve's been back. He's uh, he's on the hide all the time. Steve brought his wife Jen, shooting another savage. They smoked everybody, man. Fucking Steve with his savage smoked everybody, and he's like, now you got to go eat crow and tell everybody a savage beat you. Yeah, Steve, you shot better than everybody else with a Savage. We got to admit that. You know what I mean? It was Steve freaking in and Jen was, was fantastic. I did David Baker's podcast too. So if you guys are out there, the FN Send It podcast, FN Send It. I did like an hour and a half. Great conversation, flowed, really good stuff. Um, you know, just a different audience, different discuss, you know, going back and forth with David. But FN Send It podcast. It's on Podbean. It's up right now. It's me an hour and a half. But yeah, Steve and his wife f- smoked us with the Savage, made us look bad. I was like, "Uh, Savages, <laughs> shouldn't you guys be canceled right now?" Anyway, um, <laughs> that's funny. So no, so that went really well. Um, great stuff. Like I said, the the good LE presence in the class. We rolled in some of the LE guys that that were there. Great teams. Uh, Tim and his team were fantastic. Um, Tim gave us a really good compliment, and and I have to say, he, he'd been to 16 shooting schools, and, and he was digging the Mark and Frank show, um, so I appreciated that, that that he was public about that in the class and and, and talking about his experience, former Jarhead, Semper five brother, and, um, you know, that kind of stuff, but yeah, great guys, man, uh, we had a door kicker Justin in the class, and I like Justin, Mark was giving Justin a hard time, man, Mark was going bad cop on Justin a lot. And, I, and Justin, I, I think Justin rocked it, you know. I was a Justin fan because he's a door kicker, man. I like a door kicker every now and then, you know. I get it. But he was, right, he, dude, he rock, he ran that freaking bolt gun. I, if you put Justin on Monday morning in the team alongside and said, pick out the door kicker, you wouldn't have been able to pick it out. Hell no, you wouldn't have been able to pick out which guy was the door kicker and which guy wasn't on the team shooting a bolt gun. I, I sort, We sorted that dude right out, man. He was good to go. But no, great seeing guys. We had Fitz. Fitz was scared. Fitz was good. Um, old Hyde member. I guess I yelled at him once for a for sale thing. Um, you know, so he was afraid to meet me. But dude, I'm not, I mean, I, I type and I'm like short because I'm trying to get shit done. You guys got to know how it is. There's a. I mean, right now I'm sitting here and I've already cleaned out half my emails before I started this. I got 35 in one bin and I got 86 in another unread just for today that's already and I've already answered a bunch and I've already done a bunch and 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 all it is is I'm trying to get it done as quick as possible so I'm not there thinking about your feelings I'm not there thinking about you know well what's the best way to say that I just do ABCde go and and that kind of came in on Monday in the Facebook thing a dude I respect uh Pacific Northwest guy shooter PRSE type dude um you know didn't like my tone and it's like pff, dude. My tone, it always comes down to my tone. You know what I mean? That was the same thing. Well, I agree with every, and this was back in the Jersey letter days. You know, they do this to me all the time. Well, I agree with everything you said. I just don't like how you said it. And it's like, oh my God, that drives me nuts, man. I'm sorry, dude. I have no time to think about your feelings. I don't care about them, to be honest with you. Um, you know, if it, if, if, if if you, you were like a fan of Frank, you know, oh, Frank, oh, Sniper's hide, oh, this, you know, and you get that little bit of fanboy going on. And then all of a sudden you're like, he's a dick. You hear what he said. Whatever, dude, you know, never meet your idols. What can I say? Or never listen. I don't know what you want. Um, you know, that kind of shit. Um, but it's, it's just, I'm just direct. You know what I mean? I just don't have time. I don't do that thing. It's like. Do your job, get it done, let's go. And 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 that's that's just my mindset. I'm not sitting there, put I'm not crafting a response. I'm just kind of dictating it from in real time from my head to my fucking hands. You know what I mean? There's no filter, there's nothing between what's in my head and my hand. And when it gets dictated out, it just goes. You know what I mean? That's it. That's all it is, dude. And I'm not doing it in a malicious way. I'm just doing it because it's quick and to the point. But apparently quick and to the point now and in in the age of 2020 hurts feelings. And I don't mean hurt nobody's feelings. It's not like I'm doing it on purpose. When I do do it on purpose, you know. Like the Facebook troll post, I was doing it on purpose. You know what I'm saying? I pre-planned it. Anyway. That's, that's all we got. So, any last little thing here I'm going to go into. So, Treadproof worked out real well. We're already putting our schedules together for 2020 or 2021. I know a lot of you guys are asking us about schedules. Well, number one, you got to go on Sniper's Hide training section. Enough said. Enough said on Sniper's Hide is Mark. If you want to reach out to him for classes, for anything like that, Mark's now the coordinator, logistics, the scope. Alaska Precision Rifle Course, I think he's Alaska Precision Rifle Course at Gmail, we have, and he's got mark at snipershide.net, I think I gave him, he's got a, uh, mark, M-A-C, at snipershide.net.org, I gave him one of them, but, <laughs> COVID, on snipershide enough said. You could PM him. He's coordinating all the classes. We're looking at Michigan. We're looking at Pennsylvania. We're looking at St. Louis. Uh, Joel or something's got things going on. There's a Dakota thing that's coming up. Nebraska's going to be back on the menu. We got the tread proof going on. We got an Ohio is going to be happening. I got an Ohio with Andrew Blumball at Apex, right, I can go to. So we're looking at, that we may be able to break this up into two blocks next year. We may do a a summer August, hey, we'll do the Nebraska, we'll do sort of the Midwest route and then like early September we'll do a Pennsylvania, Ohio, Tennessee and do a route in there cuz we're getting a lot of um people wanting to go in in that but you guys are going to get served. And we're going to have classes, and we're going to be doing that. Now, some of these others, like the stuff with, um, you know, some of these, like, hey, is this Altus happening? No, they stopped talking to me. I, I don't think Spencer wants me down there. I get it. Um, and, and, and that just shut off. So for people who think, hey, will you come to Florida to Altus? Nah, it's, odds are not happening, you know. They don't want, to, uh, or I would guess, he doesn't want two roosters in the in the hen house type of thing. And uh, you know, I'm not going to say that. And for all I know, the guy don't like me, um, you know, because of the PRS stuff. So that 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 could be one of the reasons why. So yeah, we're not going to be in Florida, you know, unless there's a Florida place that wants to reach out to Mark and we could coordinate it. But all this ain't happening. So you know, these kind of things change over time. You get like Frank said something mean. Frank made fun of a level. I can't respect any guy who made fun of a level. Blah, blah 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 blah. And 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 that's the kind of deal, um. You know, that 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 that's going on. But yeah, we got a list. We're gonna put it on the hide. Uh, we're getting close. We're sending beta testers over to the staging site. So the beta the staging site is getting close, and so that'll be ready to go for 2021. Um, I know Mark already put Alaska down. It almost looks like we're going to just do June and July in Alaska. um, Do some changes there. Because, I mean, instead of having the smaller classes, the 8s and 12s, we'll just do a few less. um, Because we're getting so much demand down here in the lower 48. So for those listening up there, uh, Alaska may be, you know, instead of doing 10 classes this year, maybe back down to only 8. You know what I'm saying, and and that's not a bad thing. We've done you know over 500 students up there, so you know we've hit quite a bit. Um, but anyway, uh, the list, and then I'm gonna have it on the website, the PrecisionRifleTraining.net site. Um, that'll have the um, uh, the training schedule, and then the payment portal for that. So if you guys are interested in the classes. Uh, as far as that, we'll have them all in one. You'll find them on Sniper's Hide. You'll find them on PrecisionRifletraining.net. And and then you get a hold of Mark Taylor. Uh, Wiggy Alaska, if you want to call him. Just call up to uh, Wiggy Alaska, Wiggy w- Wiggy Sleeping Bags. And just go look in the fucking Google, the phone number for Wiggy Alaska. Mark there. He's usually there Alaska time like 10 to 5 or 11 to 5. He did, so call around noonish uh, Alaska time. Uh, 1 o'clock, and you'll get Mark. Um, But if you want to talk about setting up, coordinating, doing classes, what it takes, logistics, attending a class, what do you need to know, what do you want to get set up, he's, he's very good at setting up rifles for people too, building them like attack A1s, what do you want to put on it, um, and that kind of stuff, and he can give you some buying uh, help and everything. And then the mile-high classes, right? Well, once I get this sorted out, I'll, I'll be able to know What classes for mile high I'll be doing, but the mile high classes are just once a month, as you know. You know what I mean? So mile high doesn't, we aren't doing big blocks of classes, though I still, they're moving right now. They're in their new building and they're just getting ready to go. So I'm leaving them alone. Um, So I'll have to get in there and and sort them out later. Uh, Probably a month, you know, another another 30 days because I'm sure they're pulling their hair out um moving i mean it's a big building a lot of stuff to move two warehouses to basically put into one so um yeah if you're if you're seeing kind of like um reduced contacts with the mile high people they're they're up to their eyeballs and moving right now um just so you know but anyway uh last thing last thing but uh, again the the training thank you, thanks everybody who came um we had really good classes i, I can only think of like Two times in the entire year where somebody was kind of like, "Hey, wait a minute," a little back and forth, but mostly it was a fantastic season of training. Um, and and you guys were were, were excellent students. Uh, you really took instruction well. The last Treadpool crass I mean, you guys got along so good, everybody. And it was you know it was a mix of blue and, and civilian, and it was perfect. You know what? It's a better learning experience, I think, even on the LE side for those guys in blue to be in the civilian class like that. You don't have to out yourself. If you tell us don't out, we don't. You know, we don't make a big deal about it, but. It, it, it exposes you to to like David, PRS type guy, shoots competitions in North Carolina and all that stuff. So you kind of get exposed to him and he works dogs, you know? So there's, there's all these little crossovers that happen and you end up meeting resources and guys and like dudes like, hey, try this, do that, move faster, do this. Hey, when you're doing an alternate position, try lock your knees out and do that like something he would throw out there. Like if you look, I'm doing it, but I didn't say it. And then he's like, yeah, he says it, you know? Know and it's like oh okay cool yeah don't forget to add that so it it helps with these classes you know what I'm saying um as far as that stuff so don't be don't be shy about getting in a mixed class don't you know and it it works out well but lastly 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 I'm waiting 20 seconds I want to get to the 40 mark before I tell you my last little bit and, and then we'll what does that button do I didn't even know what that button did I just pushed it. That's how dangerous I live, just like button push it. <laughs> what happens? Who knows, man. So anyway, finally, you've been asking. We put it up. So we we started recording the scopes and everything like that. We have 150 scopes in our God book. So Mark put it together. And emailed it to me last night. So I posted it on Sniper's Hide. 150 scopes tested the results. The results are in percentage. What percent of 100 did they track? Okay, we want scopes to track 100%. Here is the legend. Okay. We consider 2% in it. We check them 10 mils. Okay, so we, we have, we'll start from zero. We measure 300 feet with a Terrapin laser range finder in feet. We have a tall target scale that Ted, Jackmaster, made for us. Teddy, Teddy's a resource. And we put that down and we plumb it with a level. We have a four-foot level. We plumb the scale so we know the scales plumb. And then we have our mount and fixture from Targets USA, the Sniper's Hide Scope Tracking Target, right? 30-pound fixture. We level that. Put your scope on it. We're checking a couple things. And as we mentioned, we're finding about a third of you aren't, don't have your reticle leveled in your rings correctly. So your reticle is out of plumb in your rings against our tall target test, about a third of a class of 12 to 16. So anywhere from three to four people, every class, reticles are slightly canted. Number one, that's a data point. Okay, that's why we started doing it in a PR1 in a lot of ways. Two, we're showing you parallax. We talk about parallax in the class. I demonstrate with a pen what parallax looks like. Hold your thumb out in front of your face. Put it on a target like it's your reticle. Move your head, the thumb, and and the target move away from each other. Parallax. If I took your thumb and disconnected it and stuck it on the target, that would be zero parallax. No parallax, right? So that's what happens when you turn the little knob. It disconnects your thumb from your finger and moves it to the target and sticks it on the target. Then when you move your head, your thumb stays on the target. So we show you that. We basically... We have to have no parallax in the system because if you move your head a little bit, it'll give you a different reading, right? So we put it at the top of our scale. Mark takes parallax out, and then he brings you over and says, see this? Doesn't move, right? Right, right, right. And some people's eyes are different. You got to retune it. Mine and Mark's are different, man. When he sees something, I have to re-parallax it. Um, and we're, because com- my eyes are terrible. Um, so parallax is not the same for everyone. So then... What we're doing is we're inducing it. And we're just, well, like, say you're at 100. No parallax. Clean, perfect, good to go. You put it on the number and it works. Done. We'll move it to, like, 300. Now move your head and the thing moves all over the place. That's parallax. That's what you don't want. So that's what we show you. So that's two. So we checked your reticle. And if your reticle and your level are not, Complementing each other correctly, we can adjust it right there. It's super easy, and that's what we do. I don't tell you take your thumb your your level off. Okay, I'm not going. Who oh, do you think I in my class for? Ninety percent of my students have a fucking level on their shit. Do you think I sit there in class and berate ninety percent? No. We just show you how to do it without it, or we make sure it's level. And for the guys that don't have it, we show them how to do it. We're trying to educate them. That things prior to the level. Level's only about for 15 years old. What do you think we did for the 100 years before that? You practiced. Anyway. So we do that. Then we tall target test it. Up, down, up, down. And then it goes from, you know, you go from there to me. And then I do rifle setup with you. We're accomplishing a lot with that. So we're recording data points. And... Any scope a student brings, we take off. And now we don't have 100% here. Now, this isn't all the classes. Like I said, Alaska alone, we've done over 500 students. I don't know how many scopes we test, but in our book written down right now, we have 150. 150 is pretty good to start. So we posted it. Uh, If it failed, we we weren't able to run it 10 mils or it did not track probably beyond 10% of error. Okay, we consider 2% within spec. If you dial 10 mils, you're off 0.2. Okay, we consider that still within. If you go to that 0.3, you're wrong. You know, it's a minute. Take it down. Doesn't work. So a lot of them are within 2% or better. We had a couple that are beyond that. But if they failed, they either didn't track, didn't move, or didn't do what they had to do, and they failed outright. We had a couple that did that. So if you see an asterisk, it failed in some degree or was beyond 90% 90% or, you know, below 90%. So it didn't track at least 90%. I mean, we had 94 on the list. I think there's a 93 on the list. Um, but if it was below 90, I don't, I did not think we just wrote fail. There's only like two or three on there. So if you go to Sniper's Hide in the forum, 150 scopes tested, results posted. We put it up and you can see what we do. And it's there, I mean, tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of questions, you know what I'm saying? Um, uh, uh, what's there? It, this, and, and this is just a data point, man, it's, just a, it, it's something for you to reference, it's another thing. When you're choosing a scope, yeah, I want to play the odds on reliability, absolutely. What I'm doing you is giving you more odds, this is sports betting, which one do I buy? Okay, I'm. which one do I throw my money down? Hopefully the horse comes in. You know what I mean? We're sports betting. And I'm handicapping you the scopes. Hey, man, you're better off trying this guy over this guy because out of the 100 we checked, you know, 10 times this one broke, two times this one broke. Okay, I'll do the one that's the two, not the 10. That's what you're looking at with this uh, information. You know what I mean? You're basically looking at, where are my buying choices? Maybe you can't afford. I can't afford. I can afford a PST and I can afford a Bushnell. The Bushnell tracked a little bit better than the PST. When you look at 10 PSTs, you know, uh, three of them didn't track. When you look at the Bushnells, only one of them didn't track. You know, that kind of information is what you're getting out of this chart. We're not saying Bushy's better than this one. We're just saying in the scopes we've looked at, this is what we saw. Okay, okay. Um, you know, and we're just helping you play the odds and we're being transparent. This is the difference between me and those other guys. I'm giving it to you, dude. I'm not telling you, fuck you, pay me. You know what I mean? I'm not keeping everything in my vest and making you come and stack up and all this shit. We're, We're putting it out there. We're being transparent. We're trying to build people who recognize this shit. So... That's all. But you guys, like I said, you guys want to bag on me because I tease you and troll you, and you guys deserve some of it, but whatever. I think it's funny. Funny. I got to be, it's sports entertainment, guys. Be entertained. I'm entertaining you. It, it was, it, dude, I was rolling. I was, it was comical. And um, it, I mean, even to the point, like when Brian's like, you know, you, you can't be successful with long range shooting if you don't have a level. And I said to Brian, I said, dude, with all love, does that make me unsuccessful? <laughs> Where's he going to go? Well, maybe you could be a little bit more so. Yeah, and he's right. Maybe on the fringes, referencing, having that on there and reference it when I need it. Nobody says I have to do it every minute, but when I need it, if I referenced it, maybe it gives me an advantage in that situation. But you got to remember, 34 years of doing this, I built my personal database to work without. My wind calls are built into it. All these different things are built into that hole that I incorporate. And that's what it is. So scope testing is up on sniper's hide over there. And um it's 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 data. It's there, it's there to help. It's there. To put eyeballs on my website. <laughs> no, I'm only kidding. Uh so. That's it, man. I'm I'm done. I give you guys everything you need. You know what I'm saying? It, it, honestly, dude, I I don't, I, I, I really, if if you're gonna get mad at me and you're gonna start a fight over it, yeah, I'll fight you back and I'll fucking call you names. I don't fight fair. I'm not big enough to fight fair. And I have a huge microphone and I use it. But I'm really, really not. Interested in it? If you come at me and get all a butt hurt over it, well, I'll come back at you. If you want to mouth bad mouth me and not recognize the contribution I'm making, I bad mouth you. I'm a Donald Trump counter puncher, dude. What do you think? So that's all. One of these days, you some of you guys will get it. Some do. Some laugh. There, there, Honestly, there's a lot of you. And just so you know this. There's a lot of, there's a guy standing right alongside you when you're, fuck Frank, fuck Frank, fuck Frank. And they're like, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. And as soon as they turn around and walk away, they call me. This guy said this, this guy said that, this guy said this, blah, 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 Okay, I got it. And I squirrel it away. I don't call you up and go, dude, what the fuck you talk shit about me for? I got it. I just, just fucking file it away. We all do it. It's just you guys got to realize that that dude standing next to you is telling me. And if you do it, I do it back. It's pretty easy. If you're respectful of me and you want to have the conversation, even if it's a fucking heated debate, I'm fine with it. I'll walk. If if, if we go, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. Fuck you. No, yes, fuck. No, yes. Uh, well, maybe, you know, we could probably go, well, yeah, if you're over here, Sure. Do it that way. Ah, uh, yeah, I probably would do it like that if I was there. You know, but over here, I'm not going to do it that way. Well, that's you. You know, I'm going to use it that way. All right, but what over over there? Yeah, okay. Then we find out we're like three degrees off of each other. Not 30, three. And it's like all good. But if you just go, uh, he's mean. He called it a crutch. Yeah, I did. You know, it's, it's just crazy. And um, one little quick note, because there was a question about my, the, the vestibule sense. And I'm going to throw this out there for you, just a little. Because guys are saying, well, your vestibule sense can be uh, fooled. Yeah, usually when your head's rolled. Think about that. Your vestibule sense is tied to your eyes. And we, we acknowledge that. We all do. Our eyes have to be across. When you roll your head on your scope because it's either too low or your position's too low and your head rolls over, it moves the liquid in your ear and it has the potential to fool your vestibule sense. But if you pick your head up better and you're more upright because your scope's a little bit higher or your bipod's a little bit higher, think about the little kids on their elbows, That's your position. If you roll your head to the side, absolutely you could fool your senses. If I'm laying on the couch watching TV and something interesting comes on that I want to pay attention to for more than three seconds, I'm going to pick my head up. Right? That's how we get focused. That's how we do what we're doing. Animals. Think about when an animal. um, Dude, animals are, we have the same senses as all these animals. Because like I say, this is pretty funny, a COVID thing. I'm going to do a COVID story in a minute. So this guy has these squirrels and birds and things in his backyard. And he made this like freaking gangster obstacle course in his backyard. And one of them like was a catapult that if the squirrel went in the wrong spot, it threw it. Then he did another one that actually threw it to a net where he can get the prize. So he needed to catapult. One was a catapult that made him start over, one was a catapult that made him reset or that got him the prize. Slow motion, he filmed all this stuff like super slow. If you watch like this squirrels flying through the air, think of like a bolt from a crossbow where the where the, the where the uh broadhead or whatever the 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 um Tip there, the bolt, it is hyper-focused to go into the target, but the back of it is spinning around. You know how it kind of does that that turn around it, and it's wider? This squirrel's butt was like over its head, behind it, around, over. Its head is laser-focused in on the target. Think of a cat, a big cat. It changes its 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 body. When it's focusing in because it's using that predator, he's judging distance. He's got smooth pursuit. I got to find Mark's little thing on smooth pursuit. It tells us what organ in our brain controls this thing. It's a thing uh, Jen actually corrected me on. it. I don't have it in front of me. There's an organ in our brain. But you got to turn it on. When our head is straight, we turn it on. If your head's canted a little bit, it doesn't think you're serious. You know what I mean? That's all. Anyway, good conversations, man. I get it. And I'm not the way I, I get, dude, I'm not that way. I'm the, I don't tell it. And you know what? If I was going to go shoot in the mountains, I'll put a fucking level on it too. If I, if I was doing it for more than a couple shots here or there, I'm going to put it on a level too. You know what I mean? I get that. Just because I want to be straight. Actually, I'd probably use my tripod level um, in most of the cases because I'm going to use my tripod as, as much as I can. And there's already a level on it. So I'll just use that. But um, it, it, to me, there's levels everywhere. I always can reference something. I don't need it on the rifle because I've, I'm referencing it in a bunch of other places. Am I using them? Yeah, I am, really, because I am looking at them. But I'm just not mounting it and doing it. That's all. And I don't have to in a lot of situations. But if I was moving fast, if I was doing something alive and critical in a mountain... If I was doing, you know, all these different things, well, yeah, I'm going to reference something. But like I said, maybe in that case, I got my tripod with me. There's a level on it. I'll just use the one there. You know, if I have to, maybe I'll look at the spur, but doubtful. I mean, I'm not going to bun down and look at the spur. But if I was setting the shot up and it was a critical thing like that, and I'm like, I'm really not sure. And if something didn't seem right, I'm going to reference it as there. Yeah, I'll look at it. That's my insurance policy cuz there's levels running around everything. It's just I don't normally use them because I don't need to. But if it was that I would. but like I said, I get the time factor. I get the speed of it. You're not setting the shot up. You're not building a position. You're 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 moving into a position and getting a shot off in about 15 seconds. So glancing at a level makes sense. I get that, dudes. Stop being fucking drama queens. God, but you make it fun. You know what I mean? You make it fun. I get it. Anyway, I'm out. Done talking about it. You're cool. I'll come up with something else to troll you on. Just wait for it. You'll see it. And you know what? I'm going to get you again, and you're going to cry, and I'm going to laugh. And then you're going to talk mad smack. And then I'll know who I have to pay attention to and who I don't. Because it's data. Later, guys, I'm out.